Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the world champion of the world podcast. It's your man qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Ladies and gentlemen, we just finished Survivor Series. Actually, we just finished it, uh, I don't know, maybe like an hour or so ago. Uh, But, you know, had to let it marinate, had to take care of my little guy. And uh, that's my my son, not, not my little guy in my pants, because that guy is a beast. Anyway, that's way too much uh, overshare. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just going to jump right into uh, the Survivor Series recap. That's basically all we're doing. Uh, that That is, that's all we're doing, is giving thoughts on Survivor Series and where we could see, where we might see things going. Um, and when I say we, I'm talking about me and my multiple personalities. All right, guys, um, that's me talking to them again. Okay, okay. <laughs> The show started, the matches started off, uh, Raw versus SmackDown Live, uh, the tag team, uh, the tag team five on five, um, and that was on the pre-show, uh, so during this match, eh, I mean, there's always a lot going on in these, uh, elimination matches, and then there's people who don't, seems like they don't work together all the time, especially these guys, because everybody that you're working with is literally on a different roster, but, um, the, uh, Kalisto looks like he possibly, uh, legitimately injured himself, um, he jumped, uh, jumped off the top rope and landed kind of awkwardly, uh, and then just kind of collapsed in the ring, went over to the side, and then, uh, Lucha House Party had three guys, uh, so, uh, it was Kalisto and Lindsay Dorado were the ones who were, uh, kind of doing their thing, but at some point, Grand Metalik just kind of, like, jumped in, um, but, uh, the first team eliminated was the Colognes, uh, so, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, Team SmackDown ends up winning the match uh, on an Uso splash um, from the top top rope. Uh, the Uso jumps off the top, does the Roman Reigns fist cock uh, pause uh, gimmick when he jumps off the top ropes. That was uh, a little tribute to Roman still um, and, and a win for SmackDown. Um, the main card starts up, and so we have the Raw versus SmackDown Live women's match. Um, thanks to a fight on the pre-show, Sasha and Bailey have been added to the team because uh, Ruby Riot and uh, Natty couldn't get along, so they they just had to scrap it out. So they switched, and Sasha and Bailey are on the team. That was, um, I was, I guess this should have been. Uh, a sign of things to come for me that I was going to be a little bit disappointed. Um, the Sasha and Bailey just ended up popping up on Team Raw and no hard feelings after getting beat, beaten up by everybody. And they just jumped in and were like, yeah, this is for the brand. I was like, what? Like, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It kind of made me think that maybe something big was planned for the ho- four horsewomen. 
uh, in the Becky Ronda match, and then they they scrapped it. Like maybe that's why uh, with that whole angle going down, maybe Sasha and Bailey were supposed to get involved or get involved in the Ronda match or something like that, and then uh, you know that's why Team Raw beat them up and just kind of left them lying uh, because now with just turning around and adding them to the team like what was what did we just see on monday night like what was that for why did any of that happen but anyway um let's see here naomi uh who ends up becoming who ends up being the captain of the smackdown team because uh charlotte uh charlotte didn't want to accept her uh space as captain and then she ended up having to step in for uh becky against ronda um so naomi became the cap captain um smackdown uh for their fifth member they ended up adding mandy rose because i mean duh she was there on she was there on raw like why and you know why wouldn't she have already been on why wasn't she on the team anyway um naomi gets eliminated first uh in this match sonya deville and mandy rose did kind of impress a little bit um Sonya Deville did her thing uh, when she when she got chances to kind of stand out solo. Um, she she held her own and Mandy Rose I, that knee that she throws she throws one of my favorite knees in the business right now. I feel like like that knee is just crazy um, and it always looks so good. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they they kind of did their thing. The last person standing uh, for SmackDown. Uh, is Asuka, and uh, she's left against uh, Sasha and Nia Jax. Uh, Nia Jax basically just goes ahead and eliminates Sasha, uh, pushes her off the top. Sasha gets uh, Sasha gets caught in the Asuka lock and has to tap. Um, the last two, Nia and Asuka, and uh, Nia ends up pinning Asuka. Huge heat on the face breaker, Nia Jax. That's hashtag face breaker because uh, i think that's what we're calling her now um so yeah after this match raw is up 1-0 according to the um the scoreboard and and what what they're telling us so i'm not sure why the tag match doesn't count um i guess because it was on the pre-show but they promoted the the tag uh, the tag team match thing on Raw, um, and also on SmackDown, uh, in fact, on SmackDown, it might have been, uh, they might have pushed it as even more of a big deal, because they actually have good tag teams there, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, what gives, um, the next match was Seth versus Shinsuke Nakamura, um, for this particular match, Nakamura finally feels like Nakamura again, um, but that's, uh, you know, the, on SmackDown, I know, like, SmackDown's my show, um, that's my roster, those are my guys, Nakamura, my favorite wrestler, uh, he was my favorite wrestler currently in the world, uh, after Daniel Bryan had retired, but now Daniel Bryan's back. Um, so, you know, gotta hold it down for the dragon, but, uh, but Nakamura, um, he, this, this match, this match felt right, uh, and then he, 
they they aren't giving him any storylines or or really anything so this uh the way that this is set up it kind of reminded me of the the whole thing leading into um nakamura versus Sami Zayn. like basically the build for the match was yo these two guys can wrestle and this is gonna be good um and that's and that's all we needed and then they did wrestle and it was good and that was the debut of the fight forever chance um so with this match these these two guys uh they were going in crowd was being a little bit uh they were being a little bit uh dick holes uh for a little bit because uh they tried to get like a boring chant going during this match um which it was not uh it did take a little bit of time to to really kick into the next gear but i feel like that makes sense um like if you're if you're thinking about okay these guys are on different rosters um seth and nakamura have never met uh in a match against each other not on the indies not in ring of honor nowhere uh so um for matchups like that it would make sense to me that there would be like a feeling out process um that's uh that's a way to make things more realistic um but incredible match uh really good there were some some good spots it was it was a lot of fun like as far as uh just watching a match uh this might have this was an early contender for match of the night um as far as just watching a pure wrestling match and not thinking of storylines or booking and all that stuff with it just watching the match um really good really good stuff uh fun match uh seth wins um so as far as storylines i guess what they can uh what they can kind of put with this match is that seth got his head back in the game because the the real the real build uh they didn't really cut any promos on each other or do anything and seth was kind of dealing with uh dean's heel turn the whole time um so what we can with this match the whole thing was seth's head isn't in the game uh you know seth's not if seth you know he's not on his game he's not on his uh he's not on his square um so it it kind of it, it kind of messed things it, it was messing things up for seth uh the whole dean situation um so i think what they can do with this match um seth held his own against one of the best in the world literally and um not only held his own he won he defeated him um so this shows that seth has his head back in the game and uh and he can he can move on uh to the next chapter with dean uh which they ended up setting up later in the show uh charlie caruso caught up with seth backstage and she let him know that it's official he's defending his ic championship against um dean at tlc so we'll see what happens there uh raw is up two to nothing next up is the aop uh authors of pain versus the bar um also notable 
during this match. Uh, Enzo Amore was apparently in the audience. Uh, he was uh, he had snuck in. Well, not really snuck in. I guess he had bought a ticket, but he was in a disguise. Um, and so he was there in the front row uh, in a really bad disguise, hiding out. Of course, people saw him. Uh, and it was during this match that he decided to jump up and make a scene, uh, make a little bit of a scene. And the fans saw, and uh, you can look online or you can look at, um, look on Instagram at Champ Podcast, and you can see some videos of uh, Enzo Amore hopping up in the crowd trying to. Uh, trying to steal the show and getting kicked out uh looks like a lady security guard uh got a pretty good uh got a pretty good spear on him uh, a nice interceptor spear um very uh very Kyrie saying like uh but anyway back to the match <laughs> aop versus the bar hard hitting match uh the finish kind of fell flat uh cesaro chased drake maverick around the ring he runs into the big show uh show picks him up by the neck starts to kind of choke him out drake maverick pisses himself uh every everyone on the bar is kind of laughing like word this dude just pissed himself aop take advantage double team move on sheamus sheamus for the win and raw is up three to zero um next up we take a break from all the uh raw versus smackdown uh hooey and uh we have a cruiserweight championship match uh mustafa ali versus buddy murphy uh i was actually really hyped that these guys were on the main card um it's a little bit harder to understand on this show because it's a raw versus smackdown show and these guys are all technically on raw uh i remember the uh was it that one year they had uh the survivor series deal and um kalisto i think he was see because it was different kalisto was on smackdown all the cruiserweights were on raw and i think was kalisto u.s champ at the time no but anyway, Kalisto had a match for the Cruiserweight title, and if he won, then the whole division was coming to SmackDown, um, which I still think that they should have done. And instead of 205 Live, just have SmackDown be part of the – or just have uh, SmackDown be the show with the Cruiserweights, and they're actually part of the main roster and just do stuff. Uh, but anyway um, – The, yeah, it's just weird to me that all the, I don't know, I don't know, it, you know, the whole thing is SmackDown versus Raw, SmackDown versus Raw, SmackDown versus Raw, and then you just have two guys, like, trying to win a belt in the middle of it. Anyway, um, none of the... Uh, yeah, and none of the other titles were even being defended. Like, it's like champion versus champion matches. Um, but, like I said, you, you don't have... Uh, unless they would have... They could have had, like... 205 Live versus NXT or something. Like, uh... Buddy Murphy could have wrestled Adam Cole. Huh? Anyway. Um... Mustafa Ali... Just gotta give that guy a shout out. He's a wild man. Uh, some of those bumps that he was out there taking uh, for this match, uh, it was crazy. Uh, this match, 
uh, match of the night for me as far as just in ring, just as far as in ring skill wise and what was what was going on. I was the most entertained uh, bell to bell by this match strictly off of just the wrestling. Um, this might be the match that puts the cruiserweight division on the map in WWE. Crowd chance that this is awesome and 205. Um, the the crowd really the crowd got behind it, uh, but they but they worked to get them behind it. Um, and then if I can do a little sidebar here, I would think this this kind of shows me like the good and bad of 205 Live. Uh, 205 Live gave these guys uh, kind of like a home, a place on the roster where they had time uh, to develop. Uh, like Mustafa Ali, like his video package, the promo that they used, he has grown so much uh, since he's been signed on and on 205 Live, being able to cut promos every week and and just be a wrestler and have time and be one of the uh, main cogs in that show, the heart of 205 Live, um, has made him such a better wrestler. And I don't know that he just a better performer all around. And I don't know if he would have been able to do the same thing uh as part of just like as a cruiserweight on just raw without 205 live uh so that's the good part of 205 live the bad part is um not everybody watches it not a lot of people watch it i run this podcast and i do not watch 205 live weekly uh i do i would say i watch it more than others um but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not like a weekly 205 live viewer, um, but uh, I I feel like, I don't know, they need to bring some, now that 205 live has kind of found its footing and they have like a few guys that they, I guess they can kind of pick out to be like, alright, you know, now we know that you guys are like the cream of the crop here in this division you're you guys are near the top we know who our top guys are now i would start bringing those top guys on to raw let them have matches let their storylines play out on raw let them cut promos let them have backstage segments kind of like what they were doing at first uh with the 205 live guys but now uh now that you have your own show and you can kind of flesh out the storylines a little bit more the people who are the top guys getting reactions start integrating them into raw um on monday nights and start integrating their 205 live storylines into raw um that's they've been kind of doing that we've been seeing people show up but like you know like drake maverick is the uh he's the manager for aop but on 205 live he's like the face authority figure um so it's but he's a heel on raw you know so it's it's weird it's almost like he's two different people uh leo rush uh i feel like his he's a little bit closer to his true self between both shows um but but yeah it's 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 tough um buddy murphy actually wins the match uh i didn't think that they were going to take the title off of him so soon uh he wins the match he hits ali with a brutal looking counter knee when ali comes off the 
uh, second rope, and then uh, Buddy Murphy hits his finisher, one, two, three. Um, like I said, if 205 Live had more of a main roster presence, this might have been the loudest match on the card. The story that they were telling, um, you know, the 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 roles that the the two guys were playing, uh, Buddy as the as the champion heel and Mustafa Ali as the underground face, uh, trying to trying to work his way up. It was. It was it was just a really solid match, uh, and they delivered crazy. Uh, next up was the Raw versus SmackDown men's five on five. Uh, Miz as the cheerleader for Team SmackDown is one of my favorite things on the pay per view. Uh, his dancing and getting hyped to everyone's theme during the entrances loved it. Uh, Samoa Joe throwing his towel at Team Raw and getting ready to squab was great too. Um, it just seemed. Uh, it just seemed realistic. It seemed like something that Joe uh, would do. Um, and then I feel like me liking that so much must have cursed Joe because he was eliminated first and pretty quickly uh, with a Claymore kick. Um, crowd chance bullshit. That's how I feel too. Uh, Shane McMahon, of course, had to do some Shane shit with a diving elbow drop from the ring through the announce table um also didn't realize how much i wanted to see heel finn balor versus Rey mysterio uh until they had like a nice fun uh one-on-one segment during the five-on-five match um ray actually eliminated finn balor to even things up after the shock elimination of samoa joe uh, Drew attacks Finn Balor after he's been eliminated and tossed him out of the ring. So I'm guessing that uh, Drew and Finn are going to be beefing a little bit. Uh, because Finn doesn't really have a ready-made feud. Like, I mean, he still doesn't like Corbin. But Corbin's definitely going to be going at it with Braun Strowman. Uh, so I guess Drew is where it's at. Uh, because, but Drew kind of has beef with Strowman, but like I said, Dr- uh, Strowman has another dance partner right now, so uh, maybe these are transitional feuds. Uh, Braun feuds with Corbin for now, gets that out of the way, and then once he gets the universal title off of Brock, uh, then it's for him and Drew to do battle. That's what I think. But we'll see. Uh, Let's see here. Well, it's for for Braun and Drew to do battle once he gets the belt. And then, uh, for now, Finn can can battle with Drew. But I don't know what Finn does after. And unfortunately, he'd probably end up losing that feud. But uh, back to the back to the five on five match. Um, Miz has Shane do the coast to coast to eliminate Dolph. So Dolph's out of there. Uh, Miz is trying to get Shane killed because he has him do it again. Uh, But when he's trying it the second time, Strowman punches him out of the air. Uh, Shane gets saved by Ray uh, when they try to pin uh, Shane. 
Hardy eats a power slam from Braun. He's gone. Then same thing happens to Ray. Uh, Miz tries to coach Shane up, and then Miz gets a power slam. Uh, so it's Shane left against Braun, Lashley, and Drew. Uh, Shane stands in against them and tells them to bring it on. And I really thought that they were going to have Shane somehow outlast and be the sole survivor. Uh, but that's not what happened. Amazingly, shockingly, right? <laughs> uh, Braun just kills Shane. Uh, Power Slam, Raw wins. So Raw is up 4-0 to zero now. Uh, they won the AOP match too. So Raw is up 4-0. to zero. Uh, after the match ends, Corbin drops Braun from behind. Uh, Braun still has his title shot on the table. And uh, Corbin's probably going to get these hands tomorrow. So, uh, damn. They're really burying SmackDown like this. Like, at this point, uh, once once uh, Raw went up 4-0, to there was, I don't think there was... Yeah, there was just no way that SmackDown could win or tie any of that. Um, so I feel, I feel a way about it, man. I feel a way about it. Uh, I've been a SmackDown guy, uh, since 1999 when they first introduced, uh, SmackDown. And then when they first introduced the whole brand split, like SmackDown is where all my favorites were. So I'll be taking this shit personal, man. Um, (laughs) next up, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. One of the most anticipated matches on the card, uh, because of the match it replaced, was also one of the most anticipated matches on the card. Uh, they started like it was a legit fight, and they were trying to feel and figure each other out. Uh, so that had me super engaged. Um, Ronda actually got popped for real, uh, so she was leaking, uh, bleeding out of the out of the mouth. Uh, finish comes when Charlotte cracks her with the kendo stick. So they have been fighting. Uh, they're out of the ring. Charlotte rolls out of rolls out of the ring again on purpose um just being smart breaking the count is what we thought and then ronda comes over just starts to tries to run charlotte down and gets cracked with the kendo stick uh so like charlotte just really beat the shit out of her with this kendo stick uh she really flipped out she got a chair uh crowd loved it the way that she was bugging out made me think that this was a heel turn um, she did natural selection on a chair, uh, sh- on the chair, uh, Charlotte gets stopped by the refs, then she attacks them too, uh, she pilmanizes Rhonda's neck, uh, or she's trying to pilmanize Rhonda's neck, so I don't know where we go from there, uh, d- do Charlotte and Becky team up now, or do they go back to beefing, uh, was this the double turn for Becky and Charlotte, um, it was just wild. Ronda got booed while she was leaving. Uh, what are they going to do with her versus Nia Jax after this? Is Ronda going to miss time off TV? Um, there's still sympathy on, on Ronda, and she doesn't have to deal with Charlotte or Becky on her show overshadowing, overshadowing her. Um, they've dumped a bucket of cold water all over Sasha and Bailey, so Ronda should be safe uh, from hostile crowds until or unless it's a pay-per-view, especially a big four. Uh, speaking of big four, that's not what this show felt like. Like, it just felt like, I don't know, just a long episode of Raw. Um, or, well, since pay-per-views, who knows, man? It might have been 
yeah, I'll, we'll just stick with that. A long episode of Raw. Raw up 5-0. to zero. Last, the main event, Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, Daniel Bryan's smiling in the ring, waiting for Lesnar. Uh, once Brock gets down there, Daniel Bryan is taunting Lesnar. Uh, so I was hyped. Uh, Daniel Bryan is running around trying to taunt for the first few moments of the match uh, before Lesnar goes ahead and takes him to Suplex City. Uh, then Brock starts a Suplex City chant, which was amazing and hilarious. Uh, the the match just kind of turns into a squash pretty quickly, it seems like. Uh, Brock hits the first F5, pulls Brian back up off the mat. Um, then he comes... He comes back around to Brian. Uh, Daniel Bryan hits him with a couple kicks to the face while he's laying on the mat. Um, Brock goes for another F five. Brian lands on his feet, uh, takes off the takes out the ref, low blows Lesnar. Um, Basically, does the same thing he did when he won the title. Uh, It was only a two count. Daniel Bryan was chopping down the tree. hit the same stomps he got in on AJ um so once Daniel Bryan uh cause it was uh, I was actually really engaged by this match as well I enjoyed it uh as far as like storyline and the story told in the match I think this might have been my favorite one um cause they just built it up as Daniel Bryan basically not standing a chance and then somehow figuring out a way because he's Daniel Bryan because he's the American Dragon because he's so skilled uh, found a way and then playing off his new heel persona um, he was able to find an underhanded way took that and and then just really started going for the win Um, and and almost pulled it out uh, and then at the end of the match, like, uh, when when the show was getting ready to go off the air, Paul Heyman, like, his facial expression, like, he looked like, wow, man, like, yo, you took Lesnar to the limit. And then, of course, uh, Heyman had already given Daniel Bryan his props on SmackDown as the top uh, in-ring uh, competitor in WWE history. So that was... Uh, that that I felt that was really nice, like the the look from from Heyman, and then the look that Daniel Bryan had in the ring, like it was almost like he was still kind of like smirking, uh, like he knew that he lost, but it was like, hey, you know, I almost got you, like we were right there, uh, and with the way that they've made Lesnar basically unbeatable and the only guy who the only guys who can beat him are uh, Goldberg, who's a Hall of Famer and officially, officially retired, and uh, Roman Reigns, who is, um, you know, we're we're waiting for him to get better and come back. Uh, the so Daniel Bryan showing that he had against him um, kind of puts him on another level. Like that, he was able to hang in there with, with Lesnar like that. So, <laughs> do you guys hear that? I'm sorry, <laughs> but we're almost done, so I'm just gonna leave that in. Uh, anyway, um, Lesnar being so strong, uh, 
help Daniel Bryan because even though he took the L, uh, now Daniel Bryan's looking like the toughest guy on SmackDown. And with the way that SmackDown got swept uh, and lost everything, um, he's looking like the only guy on the brand who uh, was even close to bringing home a win. Um, So that's really interesting to me. Um, And I expect that to somehow come into play, Um, especially with with Daniel Bryan being a heel now. Um, And... And we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, so tomorrow on 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 Raw, it's gonna be interesting. Oh, one more thing before we uh, wrap up this recap. Um, Lars Sullivan, uh, they ran a a, a Lars Sullivan um, vignette basically during the uh, during the pre-show and uh, during the main card. So. Uh, Lars Sullivan's going to be making his main roster debut sooner rather than later, uh, which honestly, I figured that he was, uh, he was pretty ready. Um, but I don't know why I was thinking that he would show up, uh, like in the Royal Rumble or something like that. But, um, but yeah, so I think that's, that's basically all the thoughts I had on, the show itself, uh, Survivor Series, I'm gonna give it, uh, I guess, a, a B minus, as far as the show, like, there were, um, the Charlotte versus Ronda match, uh, was a standout to me, and Charlotte's heel turn after the fact, uh, is some of my favorite stuff I've seen from her, uh, just as far as character work, like the facial expressions, like it re- I was just like, yo, she is losing it. So that was, uh, that was cool. Um, I think we're going to get a really good promo from her, uh, on Tuesday. Um, because I don't know, there's just something in there, uh, in that I think, uh, I think there is a part of her that really wanted like in real life wanted that Rousey matchup and and wanted to to show that she could hang with Rousey. Uh so that was um that came across, you could feel it. Uh so that's that's interesting. So I'm I'm really trying to see what she has to say. What both sides actually have to say, honestly. Uh because uh I don't think like Rhonda we haven't seen Ronda get beat up like that since she's been in WWE. And even with um, Charlotte using weapons and stuff, like, you know, Ronda kind of got her ass kicked and she was bleeding even before the weapons got involved. So uh, this is a, it's, this is unprecedented. This is some different territory for Ronda. So uh, as far as wrestling goes, so we'll, I'm, I'm very interested. Um, we'll see what, what happens from there. Uh, let's see what else. Um, but well, you know what? It's kind of sticking with Rhonda. I'm guessing that they're going to have to, at some point address, uh, they're going to have to, at some point address like what happened, uh, with her, with her taking the, the losses in MMA and, how she bounced back or didn't 
bounce back really uh so i guess this this is this gives us an opportunity to see her first setback in pro wrestling and how she bounces back from it so uh so that's interesting i'm with it um what else stood out to me as far as i mean because there were good matches like i'll give it a b minus it was good matches like the uh shinsuke seth was a good match like there was nothing in the ring that i was like oh this sucks uh which that doesn't really happen on wwe pay-per-views anymore um at this point which is awesome right that we're at a place where we have zero complaints about what happens in the ring like as far as the actual wrestling goes like people don't suck at wrestling um because i remember there being times where we were like wow why is this match even on pay-per-view like you know what i mean um so let's see uh yeah there wasn't the reason why i give this show like a b minus very good action uh the seth and shinsuke stands out uh ronda and charlotte stands out um i also enjoyed uh brock and daniel um but yeah nothing and and then of course match of the night uh the cruiserweight stole the show but uh other than that like there wasn't much storyline development which i guess there i don't know i guess there can't be really like if the if you have like you know feuds within the within the like with people who are on the same brand and then the whole pay-per-view is like oh we're fighting against the other brand uh so i guess it's always hard to um have storyline development on a show like that but still like it was just i don't know it seemed like nothing happened like there was just a bunch of matches and and nothing happened but uh i guess the the main thing is the uh you know steph uh Strowman and baron corbin their whole storyline is uh is intact and that got moved along um Steph got what she wanted, and then Corbin and Strowman should be beefing soon, or should be fight facing off soon. Um, SmackDown, I mean, what what can you say about SmackDown? They got squashed. Uh, they lost ev- every match. So, I mean, that's basically what your storyline going into Tuesday is. Uh, do we can do? And if they're trying to have Shane be a heel. This is the perfect uh the perfect way for him to heal it up a little bit more. Uh he's like, You sorry sacks of shit lost every single match. I'm the best in the world. I won the World Cup. I can't do it all by myself, you know? So um Yeah, let's see. Let's see how that goes. Uh Alright, man. So that's my grade. Uh B minus leaning towards a C plus but uh there was some but the but the cruiserweights and and Ronda and and Charlotte are, are saving are saving the rest of the guys from uh from that C. Alright. That's that's my recap guys. That's that's my thoughts on the show. Um Yeah man. It didn't feel like a big four. Just did not feel like a big four show. So, I don't know. I don't know what we can do next year, but let's 
Let's make Survivor Series great again. Maybe scrap the Raw versus SmackDown uh, premise and do like USA versus the world or something. I don't know. Uh, so that way you can and then or well yeah I think USA versus the world would be the only way that we could do that and then open it up to like NXT competitors so that way we can have like more dream matches you know what I mean like uh like I don't know uh we could have Io Shirai and Kairi Sane versus uh you know Becky and and Charlotte. You know? That could be fun. Uh but yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it because I'll keep I'll just keep talking for for hours and hours if you let me talk about wrestling. Okay guys, seriously, wrapping it up this time. Follow your man at champ podcast that's on instagram and on twitter thank you very much guys uh we out